everybody, and welcome to the Kingdoms Queens podcast. We are officially 51 days away from NFL kickoff. And today, our rookies and quarterbacks reported to training camp in St. Joseph, Missouri for the Kansas City Chiefs. We are so excited to be here with you guys. We have a lot to talk about today, so I am excited to kick it off. But I'm your host, Lexi. I'm Chrissy. And I'm Jody. Hey, y'all. Sorry, I was trying to look some stuff up. Um, all right, so it has been a whirlwind of the past week. Um, yeah. It's been good, though. Um, a lot of stuff happened pretty much in Chiefs Kingdom last week, right? We had the SBs, uh, We had quarterbacks drop on Netflix. Good week. Um, God, just, just so many things happened. Uh, but I feel like there has been a ton of conversation about the show, Netflix. So maybe let's open up and talk about that for like a quick second before we kind of get into the good stuff. But yeah. I think y'all have watched all episodes at this point, right? Yeah. <laughs> so what are y'all thoughts about the episode? It was renewed today for season two. Yeah. I loved it. Um, I mean, especially being a Chiefs fan, I think it was it's easy for us to love it, right? Because we were kind of Chiefs were front and center and it was it was just awesome. But I think um, especially giving us some insight on Kirk Cousins, who I didn't know a lot about, like he's always kind of quiet in the media, except for, you know, his little, you know, thing he did on the plane <laughs> and whatnot. But I just gained a ton of respect for Kirk Cousins, for the man he is, the husband he is, the father he is, the teammate he is, the competitor he is. Um, I mean, he took a beating last season. Minnesota, maybe up your O-line, just an idea. <laughs> Um, but he took a beating last season and he just gutted it out. You know, he, I don't know. I just, Marcus Mariota, like I wasn't really expecting much from that if I'm being completely honest. And I was kind of happy when his storyline died off a little bit, but I just <laughs> loved learning. Yeah. Like I just loved learning more about Kirk Cousins and seeing like the behind the scenes that, you know, we see a lot of it, I think probably more on Brittany's Instagram, um, like some of the behind the scenes stuff with Patrick, but as much as I loved watching our stuff and having like PTSD from watching Patrick get hurt, that was so much harder to watch than I thought it would be like, considering we know how it ended and we, we know everything, but just seeing him go through all that and me in pain. And I was just like, my, my whole body was like twitching when I was watching it. Cause I was just like, Oh, poor Patrick. He's a only mine, but, ah. but Kirk Cousins, ton of respect for that guy and his wife and his adorable, adorable, kids yeah I realize yeah. that i'm obsessed with them and i love them <laughs> yes um, and i didn't realize how much i was going to love both of them and i love yes a lot they're yes. hilarious the wife is amazing yes <laughs> she is great yes <laughs> so, yeah, i agree and i love, love them i love that we get to see a different side of kirk cousins too like you said chrissy like we just, he's kind of just this quiet guy behind the media, but then you see, like, we see those, like, little Kirko Chains clips throughout the season, and his teammates just fully embracing him, and you're like, you know, there's a good dude underneath that. Yeah. Um, and so I, I love seeing that side of him, and I love that he, like, takes a whole day off for his family on yes. Tuesdays. Like, he doesn't, he's just like, I'll do anything that's not football. Like, give me anything that's not football, and I will do it. But then and I love that he makes that. What? But then he reads all the fan mail on Twitter. I know. And he like responds yeah. to it. And That's so like, sweet, though. I'm like, so do I need to like put something in the mail for Patrick? Be like, sign this, send it back, like, and also put a return label in there. <laughs> Kirk Cousins is doing it. Pat needs to be able to. I'm gonna send like six things. Like, okay, here's a card, here's a pad, here's a note, here's this. Patrick. Here's he probably gets inundated with that stuff, right? Like, he probably yeah. gets way too much. I need you to send all of it back. I'm sure he has a stamp though, and he's just like, yeah. Let me just, uh, <laughs> yeah. But I, I just, yeah, like you said, I really found a newfound respect for Kirk Cousins for his game, his toughness, and just. Um, he, I mean, all three of these guys are just really, really smart at what they do yeah. and playing that position. And I, I like Marcus Mariota. I really like his wife, actually. I think she seems super I, cool, but yeah. yeah. But I, I he just had he's a mad storyline. He didn't right. have much of a personality Not on, at all. The, on the show. The wife no, had a personality. Yeah. I <laughs> like her when she's all pregnant and she's watching the game and she's like, oh. 
<laughs> yeah. And I feel like it leads, I feel like that leads a little bit into his game on the field because yeah, a little stale. A little stale. It, it just felt stale. Like you know, you're trying to like watch him like pump up his team, and it's completely different when you're watching Patrick Mahomes and even Kirk Cousins, and then you're watching Marcus, and you're like, Yeah, okay, I kind of see why maybe they didn't have as much success on the field. Yeah, theirs seems more genuine, where his seems more like a forced leadership. Like he's forcing himself to be this leader, whereas Patrick and Kurt, it just seems Kirk, it just seems like it just very naturally comes to them. Yeah. That's just their personality. Yeah. They let their personality be the leader. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I agree. All right, we had two questions. The first one is, what's, what's y'all's favorite episode? Ooh. I would, oh gosh, that's hard. I'd probably say the last <laughs> two. It, I would have to go between the last two just because I, that that playoff stuff is just, I don't know, it was like, it was really sweet, you know, obviously for Chiefs fans. It was like, oh, right. look at what I did. But I also really enjoyed just learning about like, the play calling and how they learn play calling and how they repeat it and all these things they have to do. And then like talking about how, you know, Andy puts them in the lab and yeah, th just, I, that, that stuff's always really fun to see. And I think it, it explains why the chiefs are so special because they do have that creative, um, create freedom, creative freedom. <laughs> I was just like, what's the word? But I mean, that's not something that's just given, you know, like you have to yeah. earn that that creates freedom and um yeah so i would definitely say it has to be one of the last two episodes even though i loved all of them so i agree and then also um i mean i feel like it's just so much fun to watch those back and i actually i love seeing like into their home they're building and yes. what they're building in kansas city and just how much he loves to be here i think that's just amazing and um and then i also i think it was episode was it episode one or two where he gets into it with max crosby I just think that's a priceless moment. Like, yeah, yeah. Was, I think it was. Well, he gets two. into it a couple One times. Of them. With them. Yeah, the first time we play him, and the second time we play him, because the second time he got like punched in the helmet, yeah. and he was like, but the first time was at, when they were at the first time like, when he like punched him in the arm. Yeah. 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 And the other one, he like hit him in the helmet or something. Yeah. And he's like, you can't do that, man. I know what you're trying to do. You can't like, I just, I don't know. I love yeah. it. I so I just, I love that side of him. We don't always get to see that because Patrick, like, he shows Petty up to like, his pressers. Like he's very buttoned up in his press interviews. You know, he's like not showing that. So um, I, I love that. I think my favorite episode, well, I would say too. Well, so one of my favorite episodes, and I'm going to start with Kirk Cousins, was that comeback against the Colts. Like, yeah. What? And I think like one thing I really enjoyed, and I know I'm probably supposed to say something Chiefs related, but I really enjoy like the relationship that him and his coach were kind of building together throughout the whole Yeah. Because you could really see that trust factor growing because it was not there in the beginning. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of cool to see like how they transitioned through that. And then when they did come back and you know, the largest NFL comeback in history, like that is crazy to believe. Uh, and I think for the Chiefs, I think it was like truly seeing Patrick lose his shit. And I'll put yeah. that out when I pull this clip. But like he really went nuts every single game, every single week. And it was amazing to see because people don't see that side of Patrick. So like I said it the other day, we always know that like Pat is him. Like he is him. Don't come for him. And so people just think that we're being like fangirls or whatever. No, he's really like that. And he told y'all several times throughout the season that he was like that. So Yeah. And I love that he's always just like, you know, this part of me comes out and I just kind of black out for a bit. And I say yeah. things that I don't, you know, and it's just like, Clearly. yeah. But you know what's even funnier? What's funnier is Brittany being identically like him. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, yes. pregnant. Like I was just cracking up because she was so pregnant and she in the press box yelling and going off and I'm like me as a wife absolutely yeah. me as a wife 100% which I would like to point out real quick for all the people hating about how she acts as a wife of a NFL player during games please next time record yourself during a big game like that and see how <laughs> you react when some big play happens if you're not saying right. let's go because I guarantee you I am so yeah. right. I'm not spraying react, champagne. you're not gonna like how I act when I'm spraying champagne we yes. got a second question. The second question is, who do you want to see next for the show? So I think when you think about this, and it's funny because Pat actually kind of talked about this in his presser a little bit yeah. earlier. I know we're going to talk about that later. 
but he kind of talked about like football and family. So I feel like seasons going forward would also want to show that family aspect. Right. So I had to kind of think about it that way. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I can tell you there's a couple players I'd like to see. They're not the same position. Um, I would love to see more into like Jason Kelsey and his family's dynamic because like having, I know, but I, if they were to do another, (laughs) if they were to do another, you know, like a spinoff type thing where they change the position every season, like, I don't, I couldn't tell you. I want a quarterback though. quarterback. I want to name (laughs) Jason Kelsey and I want to name Chris Jones. That's who I want to name. No, really, I don't know. Quarterbacks like Chrissy's like, I, I want to rename it NFL. <laughs> just right. NFL players. Yeah. Inside. I don't know. But you know, I guess for quarterbacks, like I'd be interested in Josh Allen, but he doesn't have like kids. He doesn't have that family dynamic. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> you go, Lexi. I don't like any. Okay, well, okay, well, okay. I think if we're saying like it has to be like family aspect, then that changes it. But I think if we're just doing quarterbacks, my list that I think would be interesting would be Trevor Lawrence, who is who started off on a terrible team with a terrible head coach. And he is married and he found his wife in college, I think in college or high school. Mm -hmm. So I think he would be kind of interesting, especially because he's just kind of a unique personality, I think. Does he have um, a personality though? Yes. Yes. Oh, he well, definitely he does. Play game and went to Waffle House. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I That's like him. Has, that is interesting. That's and interesting. I follow his wife and like his. Okay, so Trevor Lawrence's brother is like this like artist that does like amazing like paintings like oil like incredible. So I'm like I feel like they might have an interesting family story. And then I also think Lamar Jackson is fascinating because we look we know like nothing about his personal life. Yeah. And I'd be intrigued yeah. to find out about more of his personal life and just like what goes into his day to day. Well, because you can get the family because him and his mother have a great relationship. Right. And his he mother helped him get that life. contract for this next yeah. season. I think that would be good. And then I also think like someone interesting would be like a Justin Fields because Justin Fields, he's younger. He's been on a really struggling team. Yeah. Um, but he has a very unique lifestyle too, where like he's really into like yoga and body and mind and like very health nut, like very mm-hmm. so he's very interesting too. So those are my three that I actually think would make like a fascinating season because they're three completely different people. Um and completely I'll give different you my quarterbacks. Three. So that's I've mine. got three now. I've got okay. three now. All right. I've <laughs> so, got three. And with a vengeance. <laughs> I am with I've got it. So right. Jalen Hurts. I'm yeah. really interested in learning more about him. I think like watching him in the Super Bowl, especially where we got, you know, front row seats to the Jalen Hurts show, like that guy's a beast. And he seems like just a genuinely amazing guy. So I'd be interested in that. And he has, he's very close with his mom and dad as well. Yeah. Um, I'd also be interested in learning more about like Dak Prescott. Um, you know, like all the stuff he does in the community. Obviously, we know from him winning the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award last season. Um, he lost just, his mom and his sister. Right. Yeah. His, mom and his, dad, his mom, his his mom and his brother. Jesus Christ. His mom. We'll and get his there. Brother. We'll get there eventually. But yes. Um, and then I'm interested. Shouldn't be laughing. Why am I? I'm sorry. I mean, I'm, I'm slow. You're laughing at me. I'm laughing, laughing at you. Not not the situation. I'm laughing no, at you. <laughs> I'd also be interested in learning more about Justin Herbert. I think that he's yes. he seems like a genuinely good guy. And he's an incredible talent on the field who can't just seem to get it done. So yeah. it would be interesting to kind of see like that dynamic and maybe more behind the scenes of like, maybe we could pick out like why they can't get it done. You know, like there's just yeah. little, like you can, you know, pick little pieces and be like, oh, maybe that relationship doesn't seem like it's as, you know, like Andy Patrick or, you know, yeah. stuff yeah. like that. Those, those, those would be my three. I'd be interested. Yeah, I like that. Um, I think my three, I would want to see Trevor Lawrence. I would want to see Derek Carr. And I would want to see, um, yeah, I don't know if I care about the rest. Um, <laughs> That's sure, it. <laughs> I, think, I think Derek Carr's story would be interesting going from Raiders to New Orleans. He has a yeah. That would have been interesting this past season, seeing all yeah. that. Yeah, but I mean, transitioning into the new too, and then yeah. you know, teaming up with some different AFC, you know, people on his team from the AFC West specifically. Yeah, be, right. You know, because they can't talk stuff to each other anymore because now they're family. Yeah. Um, so I, I would love to hear a little bit more about that story. Um, and 
you know, I, this this is gonna sound wild, but I would be open for Baker Mayfield. He's a okay. I actually had that thought too. He's a, he's got a great personality and he's hilarious. He's yeah, got a good family. He would probably take over the show and then their team go what, eight and nine. You know what yeah. I'm right. saying? Right. <laughs> would yeah. So, It'd be good to learn about him though. On there who, Josh Allen? No, absolutely not. Jody is not about that Josh Allen life. <laughs> Have you seen his comment? Yeah, your favorite person. <laughs> like, no, not at all. Anyway, well, so, well, and I do think a lot of people want to see Joe Burrow, and I, I actually think he could be interesting, but I, I don't know. He also he has a girlfriend, right? He does, and they've been together a really long time too. And I think Joe Burrow, he's someone like everyone's like, oh, he doesn't care about the fame and the lifestyle. And I'm like, okay, then he was also at that billionaire's like whiteout party. He does too, but I don't think whatever. No, but the narrative about him is just funny, I think. Um get the narrative around him. But I also I wanted to touch on really quick too just how back to that like first question we had, just how um Brittany Mahomes really shows her like competitive juice in this series like we get to see like when she was a soccer player and she's like she's like oh yeah I was hurt whatever like but we just go out there and we fight and we fight till the end I'm like that is like Patrick like um, she's saying I, that in college and that's like can Patrick I tell you now, something hilarious like that does not leave you when you are a competitor and you are just competitive like I'm an incredibly competitive person we're about to have like this you know e-statement competition between branches to see like and, and I'm just like, guys, like, we got to win this. I don't even care about this. I don't care about this. I just want to beat the other branches. I don't care. And it's like, <laughs> and it's over like freaking e-statements. Like, okay. But it's like, it's just that stuff doesn't leave you. And I love seeing Brittany like that. Yeah. And I love that Brittany just does not give a rat's you know what no. about what people think about her. She is her true self. Patrick adores her. He worships the ground she walks on. She is so supportive for him. She's a great mom and she is rocking it out. Like, yeah. So preach. shout out, shout out, Brittany Mahomes because you're, Brittany you're Mahomes. killing it. You're keeping, yes. keeping the family on track. And yeah, I mean they they really were thrust I'm about into to pivot this, us, y'all. They were thrust into this <laughs> lifestyle. They were thrust into this lifestyle. That's, I mean, he was winning Super Bowls in year two, you know, so or year whatever, year three. So I can't believe this is season seven for him. I know, um, but yeah. So Our baby is grown up. <laughs> like real fast. I don't appreciate it actually but yeah it's okay <laughs> it's okay so i mean big news around the nfl yesterday there's been what controversy around d hop for months months entirely way too long and he finally signed yesterday um and he signed to the titans which is kind of shocking but not really i mean so the options were the titans <laughs> the options were was were the patriots there was a ton of Chiefs buzz, even though we had five dollars. Um, five dollars. There were can't even buy a foot long for that anymore. Were there for like five <laughs> minutes. That didn't last long either. So yeah, that's where we're at now. So D hop to the Titans. Tell me your thoughts. Two year contract, twenty six million. I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. I That's think that was about it. Like, good for D Hop. Like, he got two years. He got paid. So good for him. I, I mean, who's Arizona's quarterback? Desmond Ritter. Arizona. Like, at least the, the Titans. Oh shoot! What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> he used to play for Arizona. It's fine. That's how important this conversation is. Exactly. So, but again, like just a quick touch. That's just that's where people go to die. You know, that's where people go to die, and that's that, actually really that's important. where wide receivers go to die. What happened to my hair here, guys? I apologize. I don't know what happened, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, congrats on the thing. You're not gonna go win a Super Bowl. You're not gonna, you know. I just congrats on the money. I guess, like, cool. That's what I said. Congrats on the money. You won't. And ever- I'm glad we don't have to listen to this whole D hop thing anymore because it was annoying congrats on the congrats on the money you'll never win a ring and that's about it exactly (laughs) well it's so funny because a lot of people say that's where tight ends tight ends wide receivers a lot of people say that's where wide receivers go to die like that's still great they do based off of the history of all (laughs) receivers who have their career pretty much with the titans and it's went nowhere i mean they are building a brand new stadium i'm not sure when it's going to be ready 
I think they started building it this year. I don't even know if he's going to be there long enough to play in the new stadium because right. I he'll be built and ready by no. Me. But I think the biggest question was, okay, does D-Hop want a ring or does D-Hop want money? And I know we just had a conversation about this recently on, you know, what does he need to qualify to be in the Hall of Fame? And some people were saying, even with the Super Bowl, that's still not enough since the wide receivers in the Hall of Fame are so backed up right now. So maybe that's something he knows, too. Maybe winning is not important to him because he knows that it's not going to get him to that yellow jacket. And he's like, just show me the money. Yeah. And like, if you be mad at someone for taking money, like, oh, no, never. Congrats. You know, you got a lot of money. And I, yeah, I agree with you. Um, however, he's made like a hundred, hundred eleven million, hundred fifteen million already in his career. So yeah, it's not like he's hurting for money in that regard. But yeah, it it's kind of feels like he's just like stuck on like a spinning wheel where he just keeps going from like mid team to mid team to teams that aren't competing. <laughs> it's just not, you know. And that's fine. And I, I genuinely, we don't know if the Chiefs were offering anything like that. Could have all just been a ploy. For the Titans to up the contract, right? Like, we don't really know. Um, And he would have had to wait for a Chris Jones extension to get done, and we'll touch on that soon. But, um, but yeah, I mean, good for him. Get your money. A Super Bowl is not guaranteed. Money is guaranteed, right? So Right. And you're still not going to – you're not even going to win your division. No. (laughs) No. Nope. He's just going for vibes. And, hey, I like vibes. I will say, though, I love his mom. Um. Yeah, I love D-Hop's mom and just kind of watching, what's the show called? Not quarterback, no. About your football. Hard Knocks? Hard Knocks. When the Cardinals were on Hard Knocks last year and his mom, she was on there. You know, she just spoke so much about, like, what they went through and their story and their history. So I do see, like, why he went after the money because he is, you know, fully taking care of his whole entire family. So I'll never knock that. Right. Since we were able to look into his life and see what was going on there too. So yeah. I don't hate it. You're never going to win a, a ring, but I, I think my only other hot take is I think if D hop would have came to the chiefs, he would have signed a one year. We would have got a ring. He could have took that ring and then went somewhere else and got more money or a two year deal or a three year deal or whatever he wants. Well, that's my only hot take about that. Cause I don't, I know we weren't going to sign him for more than a year, but Oh, yeah, no. Veach doesn't do that. Right. Get a ring and go get paid. He could have got double. Well, he wouldn't have got double. But <laughs> he would have got probably something close to what he has now. Yeah. yeah. Totally anyway, agree. I'm like, anyway, good luck, D-Hop, on your journey. Let's go Good on. luck. So, Chris Jones, um, Lexi kind of brought it up there for a second. But that's a hot topic, too. Deal or no deal? When is that happening? I would hope before training camp starts this week, like I don't want it to be this like long drawn out thing where you start wondering like, why isn't it done yet? Like we, I don't think it's going to be a Tyreek thing. Like I, you guys can talk about the Andy no. presser, you know, like I'm, I'm, I know he's going to, well, I shouldn't say I know I said that about Tyreek, but I I'm sure he's going to get signed. It's just, you know, they've been a little busy with the SBs and all that stuff. And then what's his, the other uh, D lineman getting his deal done? Quentin um, Williams. From yeah. yeah. Thank, you, thank you. And so maybe like they saw that number and they're like, okay, we need to adjust a few things. Like, so it kind of had to, you know, be tabled again and kind of yeah. maneuvered. So I, I'm, I'm sure it's going to get done. I think, I know Chris Jones wants to be here. I know we want him to be here. I know the coaching staff wants him to be here. He's the quarterback of our defense. So I just think that they want to make sure that they are crossing their T's and dotting their I's and making sure that everyone is happy. So I just don't want it to this thing where it's causing a distraction during training camp and he like is holding out. That's what I absolutely don't want to see is holding out. Yeah. yeah. And we saw that with Orlando Brown Jr. last year where he was holding out like half of training camp. He ended up showing up. Whatever. He's a whole other situation. But with Chris Jones, my thing is with him. Um, so Andy Reid said in his presser today, of course, he was asked about contracts. And Andy Reid is so – he's one of the hardest humans to read yeah. in his press conferences. No he is so stone cold. Stone cold yeah. Jones. He's so hard to read. Um, but with that being said, he, he did say – he opened it up saying, like, 
he expects obviously Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and then Chris Jones to be the leaders of the teams this season. And with Tyreek Hill, that was, I mean, that happened in like March, you know, that was like a really yeah. early on trade from how Andy Reid was talking today. It does not sound like at all that Chris Jones would even be considered being traded. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they would consider trading him. So I don't think that's, on the board right now and then he's just said there's open communication which is a good thing that's basically what he said so yeah now my takeaway was you know we had keandre coburn on a few weeks ago god bless him we love him um he showed up to rookie camp today hauling this like huge like uh i don't even know this huge box of like snacks and waters and drinks and all this stuff and his nickname is Snacks, so it's very fitting. But yeah. he showed up, he showed up uh, wheeling that into training camp. And he said to one of the reporters that was on scene, he said, um, he's like, oh, yeah, Chris Jones is responsible for this. And then also Charles and Menahue. He's like, I blame them. He's like, this is my rookie thing. Whatever. You know, and they make oh, him do that. Oh, he bring all the snacks. <laughs> he did. But what that told me is Chris Jones told him, like, what to bring and whatnot. So I'm like, I think Chris Jones is actually going to show up. Yeah, um, and not I hold out. I love how Charles has been here for five minutes, and he's like, "This is what I want, and this is what I need." <laughs> yeah. Charles is no, like, "All I, right, you're I, a rookie." I'm still, I'm still not worried about the Chris Jones situation. No. One, he's showing up at the SVs, you know, yeah. that's volumes anyway. If mentioned you listen, beach if you, first. Yeah, if you watched it and listen, he mentioned beach first because one, you can already tell that they've been sure did. You know that they're working this out. I think that. Between Veach and Andy, that doesn't even include Patrick Travis, anybody else. I think they understand his importance of his role on this team. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so they also understand that this is the process. And it doesn't matter what Chiefs Kingdom want. Y'all can want it yesterday. But we're going to make sure that we get it done and we're going to get it done right. And I think that's right. important. I mean, you know, Chris Jones has a family, too. And I'm sure there's 31 other teams that would love to pay Chris Jones money, too. But we both understand that. We want to be here in this situation. So, I, I mean, it takes time. Honestly, they could wait till the first preseason game for all I care. I don't care how long they wait as long as he gets locked That's in what I team. said. As long as it's done by the season, like, I'm good. Yeah. As I, long I as, like, he's – I mean, he could show up halfway through training camp, and I'm fine. Like, yeah. as long as he's, no, he's Chris showing Jones up. And... Really need a training camp. No, we don't. do, and I know what you can produce. Yeah, like, you ain't even got really come. I disagree with that statement, but that's I know you do. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> that's the athlete in me, man. You need to be there for the practice. For the but I also like, you got to be there. I don't care if you're a vet. I don't care if you've been there twenty years. You need to be there. You know, but that's where that's where like young guys. But I don't mean he doesn't have to be there because he doesn't have his contract. I mean, I know the work he's going to produce on this field. So no, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I know he's getting his practice in. I know he's getting his workouts in. He knows this game. He knows what's expected. It'd be different if he was somebody brand new on this roster. He's been here. I'm just thinking individual individual workouts, individual practice does not equal team workouts and team practice. There's so many differences in those two things. Like It is. I don't know. I, this, mm. this is where this I is where I not new to it, but he'd have been to two Super Bowls with us. I know that, but <laughs> I think he needs to be there to not just like I'm not worried necessarily about him and his production, but him just being there and showing his game to the rookies, which we have a lot of young rookies again on the defensive side. I think that is more important than his workouts at the practice, like him just showing these guys like Frank Clark did last season, showing them like, this is what's expected. This is how I work every day at practice. This is why I'm the player that I am showing those things from day one. So those rookies are getting just this huge lesson, this huge life lesson, playing lesson, everything from one of the best to ever do it. I, I think it's important for him to be there from day one. This that's is where, I mean, he this got is really where, burning snacks and he's not even there. So I think that's what that's I was trying to say. <laughs> I think it's happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that it's not happening. I definitely think that it's happening. I mean, yeah, I I don't know. Like, I know that Chris Jones is going to come in and he's going to make his impact regardless. And people respect him so much 
but I guarantee you they all think the same thing. If I'm in a contract negotiation, they, they I think every single one of them would do the exact same thing. Hot take, I think he'll be there day one that he's supposed to report. I do think he'll be there, whether the contract oh, I mean, is signed or not. I, I think, think he will too. I, I think he will too. But if he said yeah. out, I would, I would understand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think he'll be there, but I think, you know, if he's not there, if he misses the first few days, Okay. It will annoy me if he doesn't show up. But that's just me. You guys know me. I'm just like, he better be there at midnight. No, just, you know, just be there. Be present. Be a leader. Be a team captain. That's, that's where this is where I'm saying that Keandre Coburn's little little comment yeah. about Chris Jones making him provide the snacks. I'm like, look, he 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 brought the snacks that Chris wants, right? So yes. right. Yeah. And that's what I'm that's what I'm gonna hold on to for right now and we'll see what happens. But I I have faith he's gonna show up. Yeah, yeah, he's coming. Um, so yeah, we can definitely move on with from that. Um, you spoke about it. The rookies and the quarterbacks had to show up today. And today was the very first presser of training camp. Yes. Got to hear a little bit from Patrick Mahomes, which was great. Um I think I came in super late though because they said it was going to start at two fifteen, and then like at three o'clock. It started it really late. Started. <laughs> yeah. I was in a lunch meeting, so I didn't catch it. I'm like, I started doing other things, so I didn't know what was going. Yeah, on. it it started really late. So I missed the beginning. I know Patrick Mahomes started. I almost said Patrick Jones. This is nuts. Patrick Mahomes started the press conference. <laughs> Andy Reid ending it. So I missed the beginning part of it, but I did catch some clips. So, Lexi, I know you watched the whole entire thing. Yeah, Lexi, take it away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it started really late, which was frustrating. But yeah, it was like 45 minutes late. I'm like, what are we doing? No, it was like an hour and a half late. Um, that late? Jeez. Yeah, but whatever. Patrick didn't even, I don't even think he was on the road, according to Britney's story. I'm pretty sure he was still driving to St. Joe. Yeah. When and the press conference was over, her story showed Sterling waving two hours prior. Like, oh, right. So he probably just got there. Yeah. I feel like so I feel Patrick like just arrived. Yeah, I feel like he just arrived. Maybe they were trying to avoid like those big storms that were coming through, like Honestly. driving through all of that. Oh, there was, I, I, there? Oh, there was, was a, a huge thing of rain that came through around that, like oh, between oh. like 12 and 2. Like oh, no, it's been, yeah, it's but, been like, like all day. Yeah. But there was like this big storm that was, it was big and it was coming through around that time. And yeah. so I wonder if they delayed that because they didn't want him. Well, driving. it looks like it was kind of outside too. So that makes sense. Yeah. Lexi, what but, happened? But really, I mean, he just starts off. I mean, anytime you can hear Patrick Mahomes speak, it's just phenomenal. He just always yeah. knows the right thing to say. Right. Like he's, he's so good at that stuff. Yeah. Um, but he's just talking about, yeah. I mean, his ankle, that was one of the big things because I don't feel like we've heard a lot about his ankle this off season. Yeah. Like it was pretty much like he won the Super Bowl and then the ankle top talk stopped. And so I was glad to hear that he feels really good with that. He's taken it easy on that in the off season, um, especially in like OTAs and minicamp and stuff. But he's like, now he feels pretty ready. He's like, I probably won't be running on it a ton these first few weeks, but like once we get into like preseason, that kind of stuff. Then he feels like he'll be like full, full ready to go. But like he already feels good. But I think they're just being like extra cautious. With cautious. It, yeah. Which is totally fine um, and understandable. Please be cautious with Patrick and his ankles and his Always. Appendages. Always. Uh, <laughs> I, I think the biggest thing, because I kind of like $500 million dollar ankle right there. Yeah. <laughs> I came in, it's more than that um, for sure. But I came in at the end <laughs> of Patrick. I mean, the amount of it, he has Walmart money now. We own the Broncos at this point. Like, he has I literally it's insane. Close to it's the insane. Yeah. But the one thing that he said, because like I said, I came in kind of late to the press conference, he said, and I had to pull up my Twitter to look at what I said. Um, he said, it's better than football games. It's about becoming better and better each time. And I'm just like, wow. Yeah. So what he was saying then was it's important for him to understand it's important for him to teach the guys around him that it's mm -hmm. more than winning football games. Like winning football games is cool, but how are we still growing? And even if we go out here and we have this major game and it's a perfect game, how do we still grow and be better from that game? 
And so that was yeah. what I took away. And I was just like, this is why people hate us. Because a lot of people and, are like, oh my God, great game. That was good. Like, right. let's get ready for next week. And Patrick's doing all of those things. And he's like, here, I can name five things right now that I did that was incorrect that I need to be better about next week. O-line, I can do that for you. Defense, I can do that for you. Receivers, I can do that for you. And I think it's great that not only is he holding himself accountable, he's going to hold everybody else in the room accountable too because y'all seen it. The NFL yeah. all season, it's- the amount of money they spent, the amount of players they've got, the new coaches that have come in, they're doing everything they can to beat us. And Patrick is like, we yeah. can still be better. Yeah, I see he's like, he's like, you know, winning games is fantastic and all, but what can you do even when you're winning games to get better every single week? And yeah. that's what makes him such a great leader. And he, I saw someone, some media guy trying to call him out this week being like, I've never seen a more selfish player than Patrick Mahomes after oh. watching quarterback. I'm like, I cannot, how is that what you take out of watching quarterback? Was I'm, he from Cincinnati? Like I honestly, I think he was a Patriots fan actually, which makes sense because they don't want to deal too. with them. No. I-, I love it even more. But <laughs> you know, for me, it's like with Patrick Mahomes, um, you can just tell how much he cares about this team, how much he cares, how much he knows the legacy that he can adapt here and that he can like create here. Like he yeah. said it without saying it, which is pretty much that we're the next dynasty, right? Right. He knows yeah, he sure. knows that. And he's like, all of these guys are wanting to run that back. And if not from last season, now they have even more motivation because of what we did last season. And they saw, okay, we're we're all here trying to win a Super Bowl, but there's a lot of young guys, there's a lot of new faces. I mean, last season our team was brand new and they figured it out and they won that Super Bowl. Now this season they all want to like they all know what they're capable of. Yeah. And they saw what it took to get there. And we're and so this, young. This training camp is a huge part of that. Yeah. Um, and you they are a young that team. That a lot of people hate. I love the relationship that Patrick and Tom Brady have together. I, do I actually really I love, love that too. Yeah, I, I really it. do. They're, they are cool. They are great yeah. friends. And if you listen to the press conference, so go back and listen, Chrissy. He spoke very highly of Tom Brady like two or three times. So, I mean... He's like, I, t- I tried to pick Tom's brain about, like, how did it get there? And he's yeah, like, I love that. Tom will tell me he some things. <laughs> and I, I love that Tom is willing to talk about that stuff. With Absolutely. Him. Especially with Patrick, you know what I mean? Because he knows what legacy. He has he a chance. Well. And, yeah. you know, like one thing he said today, he said, like, he said, like, I, I understand why Tom and them kept wanting to win Super Bowls because they're so fun. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, we didn't really get to celebrate the Super Bowl the way that we should right. have the year. That and first this season. Year was the year we went all out. And he said, and it was just great to see all of the guys going out there and living their best lives off of this Super Bowl win. So he was like, so I get it. I see why Tom goes out there and does it because it's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're right. You're right. Now let's get into Coach Reed because he says some pretty great things. He has, he has some great one-liners. Yeah. I don't know, Jody, if you can see on the side there. I did upload that video. Oh God, you want me to do work? If you want to put that, <laughs> if you want to put that in there, you want me to do work? Gosh, it's the, darn it's it. the forty-second one. Bear with me, y'all. <laughs> Found it. Got it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I got it. I will try to not mess this up. Y'all, bear with me. I think I got to hit the screen first and then the video, right? Yep. Hey. That's, uh... Oh, that was it. You had it. That's, uh... We're looking forward to getting this thing started. Got a good group of, uh... you good back there? Got a good group of uh, guys coming in. We'll be about one deep. So we're going to have to work the rotation as we go uh, with the camp. But it'll, it'll be a good one for us to get these young guys some reps and Looking forward to that. And uh, once the vets get in, really, uh, and you'll probably see them up here today, um, Turk will be uh, starting off on PUP. And um, and then we'll just make a decision with Pacheco as we go forward here. But those are really the only two that uh, would be on a list as of right now. So other than that, we're, we're ready to giddy up and go. And, and uh, I'll throw it out to you guys. 
I love how he just threw it back out to us. That was so nice of him. I know. Thanks for that layup, Andy. That was great. And I do want to touch on really quick too, just about. Um, Sorry, I'm struggling. No, you're I'm fine. Good. About. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, I'm not the IT guy. So I will. I will say sorry. I'm, I'm my computer is just not liking me lately. So Jody's having to fill in on my duties. So, um, but I will say, apparently, Tershawn Wharton. Ignore me. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got it. Okay, I got you. So apparently, Tershawn Wharton is still going to be on the PUP list, which means physically unable to perform. Um, which is a real bummer because I was hoping he was going to be ready for this season because he went out like week two or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then Isaiah Pacheco, that's a notable thing. I Yeah, he had surgery, though, so I'm sure that – and he seemed fine at the ESPYs. Like, I think he probably just has to be eased into it, you know, because he, he did yeah. have surgery in the offseason. And the I think if we've learned nothing about this team and this training staff, exactly, they're not going to rush you back. Nope. So if we don't see him until closer to first preseason first, game, right. um, yep. I mean, they could even hold him out the first preseason game because we know – we know what he can do. We know who our one yes. and two running backs yeah. are into this season. We know what he's going to produce. And I mean, his shoulder was on, I mean, his shoulder, his surgery was on like his arm, hand, shoulder. So, I mean, that has nothing to do with his feet and his legs. Yes, right. It's very important. And but, uh, feel feel free to disagree with me, but Isaiah Pacheco strikes me as like a Patrick Mahomes mentality where like he will not sit out if he doesn't have to. Like he is going right. to do whatever he can to play. Yep. I agree. I yep. totally agree. Totally agree. So, I mean, I'm not really worried about that. I loved, like, there was one thing Andy said a little bit further in the presser. He was just, like, so excited about this team. Like, he spoke very highly about the rookies. He was just like, we're just a really good team. And you could hear that he's ready to get to work. Like, yeah, I know a lot of teams, they wait another few days or they don't go back until next week to start training camp. And he's like, no, we'll be there on the very first day. <laughs> we'll be there like, on the first day. Super Bowl winning champs. And you know what I find interesting, too, is I like so there were a few different teams today. It was like the Bills, the Saints, the Dolphins. Like there were some a few and Chargers. I miss Falcons. There were a few teams that reported today, but none of them were even posting any content. And I'm like, are the Chiefs just like. We're just like a one-off, like, we post content, we show up the first day. Like, this is a team that wants to win another Super Bowl, and they show that from, like, day one. Like, we are the reigning Super Bowl champs, and, like, our full team. And I want to give a shout-out to Mike Edwards, our new safety we signed from the Buccaneers. Oh, really? Nice. Um, He, I want to give a shout-out to him because, like, he's already there. He's a veteran. He doesn't have to be there with the rookies and the quarterbacks, and yet he's already there, like, eager to learn and ready to go. So I just – I love seeing stuff like that. I'm excited about him. I'm so excited about our team this season. Same. Um, And that's my next question for y'all. So we know the rookies reported today. We know we just got a ton, just a a lot of great pieces in the offseason. Who are you guys' favorite, like – What's, who are you most excited about? Who are you most excited about? I'm so there's there's without, without naming every single person. Oh, I won't do that. Not <laughs> not today. <laughs> not today. Um, I'm excited about uh, just I'm going to mention three. Okay. Um, I'm excited about King Felix, especially being a Lee Summit guy. Really excited to what he can bring. Uh, Keandre Coburn, we talked about him a little bit. I think he could be special. Um, and I'm also excited to see what Rashi Rice is going to bring to the table. Rashi. Yeah, I just, I mean, he he has some incredible tape, you know, and I'm just like, could he be like, could, did we maybe, maybe did we actually get one of the like Wookiee, Wookiee, Wookiee wide receivers? Wide receivers. So like maybe it's to get one. Like maybe I think he has like he has the potential to be one of those like steals of the draft. I think so. Oh, absolutely. Hot take. Maybe. Maybe not. But those are the three I'm most excited about for sure. So yeah, I think someone I'm someone I'm looking forward to is Daenerys Prince, who actually yes, went yes, as him too. Him too. Yeah. He went as a absolutely. UDFA, which is an undrafted free agent. Um, yeah. we which like is those. insane to me because. Yeah. Yeah. He looks incredibly talented from what we've seen just in mini camp. And so far, just like his training video stuff that's being oh released from his workout. coaches. 
yeah, his workouts, his coaches. He's a strong are guy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like if we add him to that backfield with Pacheco, McKinnon, I don't know what CEH is going to bring this year, but like. Vibes. But <laughs> either way. Okay. We're going to have to deal with CEH no matter what. So. <laughs> do but, we though? Like, do we? I mean, yes. he can definitely be I'm, there. Yeah, okay, so I know you're I don't, naming I don't make the rules, but I know you're naming your people. Now I gotta ask y'all a question. What? How many running backs are we holding on this roster? Listen, listen, listen. Are we holding four? Okay, so this is where I'm struggling because I'm really struggling because there are four running backs and seven wide receivers that have a fantastic chance of making our roster, as well as four tight ends. And I don't know what to think. Like, like I I do not know. Okay, I don't want to think I'm about gonna, it. I'm going to list out here. Coach Reed is like, we're starting today. <laughs> can I can I list out real quick? So we tight end room. We have obviously Travis Kelsey. You have Noah Gray, Jody Forts, and Blake Bell. Those are four really solid tight ends. But Blake Why, Bell was also the fullback. No, that was um, that was the Saints guy, uh, Michael Burton, that guy. Yeah, but he's yeah. gone. He's, a, he's on the Broncos now. So bye. yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh yes. Um, this might be the first year we go without a fullback. Oh, they it said is. we're not. No, going it is. Fullback. Yeah, we're not going yeah. with one. That was great. There you go. So I see. I missed the whole spot there. Does the extra spot go? Does it go to the wide okay. receiver room? Does it go to the tight end room? Does it go to the running back? So room? that's the tight end room. The wide receiver Ugh. room we have Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony, Rashi Rice, Richie um, Rosses, Richie James, both Ross boys. Who am I forgetting? Marquez Valdez, Scantling, Justin Watson, Justin Watson. Yeah, that's more than seven. So. Okay, you have that. Then you have Isaiah Pacheco. Then you have Jarek McKinnon. Then you have Clyde yeah. Edwards-Alaire and this Daneric Prince guy who's kind of like a hybrid wide receiver running back. I say we so keep I, three. Three running but, back. But do we – so here's – I think I had an argument with someone in a group chat about this a week ago. Oh, I love arguments. <laughs> like, not even on purpose. I just be trying to hold Chiefs fans accountable. Yeah, yeah, you are, Josie. You're doing a hero's job. Not on purpose. So we know that clearly Pacheco just has surgery, and we know that he's going to be fine, but he might not be like 100% until maybe in the season, right? Just being realistic. We know what McKinnon is and what he can bring to this team. His style is very different from Pacheco, so we know what happens there. But McKinnon is older. Pacheco is coming off an injury. Not, well, injury, surgery. Who is that additional rotating piece? Is it really – it's probably going to be CEH, especially in the red zone, right? Yep. Sure. You know yep. He's gonna attack he was in the, red in the red zone last year. If he doesn't do anything else. He was. in the red zone. And so then the reason why I think we do hold four is because, one, you got to keep those guys fresh through 21 games. Like, 21 games is a Super Bowl. So if we want to get to the Super Bowl, we got to keep them fresh throughout that time. And do we really want to – burn out Pacheco and McKinnon those first eight games before the bye week. Didn't we keep keep three a majority of last season though? Because Clyde got hurt and then we basically just had three, right? Right. So that was the only reason I said three was because that, that seemed to be what we did last year because we needed, if you look at that, that one game, was it, was it against Cincinnati or when, when all of our wide receivers went down? Yeah. Yeah, and we we basically had what Marcus Kemp and yes, that was against, Mar- yeah. Marquez Valdez Scantling MBS. Why did I try to say the whole name? Just abbreviate Christina MBS. Yeah, <laughs> MBS. Like, like I look at like that game, and it's like, what what is our stronger game? Is it our running game or is it our passing game? And our passing game is the stronger game. What are you going to yeah. do if we lose so many wide receivers? We, like, we we'll just well, it, but if we I guess you can throw to running back too, but. Or yeah, we it's a tough question. For Melvin Gordon MVP. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> the, the MVP of the team last year, Melvin Gordon. I mean, <laughs> I can see us going out and just getting another running back if we right. get to that point. Or if right. we know that we have this stacked wide receiver room right now, yeah. seven receivers, but maybe they aren't producing by the bye week. 
It's I hard. think this is why this is why training camp and preseason games are so so important because we need to figure out who the heck we're going to keep on this team, who is qualified to make this team. And I think, you know, Andy stressed stressed <laughs> stressed today, <laughs> stressed stressed today in his pressers uh that he said, you know, he's like preseason games are so important to us this season because yeah. They really do have so much depth at each position. Yeah. Especially on offense right now. Said, we got on defense too, but on offense position. especially. Yeah. He said, we and got one extra we got one extra depth on every position. Right. And yeah. so I think they're really like it's gonna be competitive. Like we thought last year was competitive. This year is gonna be crazy. So I'm just excited to see who makes it. I'm excited to see who steps up. I'm rooting for everyone and then who knows who's gonna show up and show out. So yeah. well, you know, my biggest take that I think a lot of people are still not like remembering is there's only one cut this season. So there's only one cut. Come back, Lexi. Oh, there you are. There's only <laughs> one cut this season. So, I mean, it's not like they're going to be doing three different cuts like they normally do. There's right. going to be that one big one at the end of, you know, after the last game of the season. And I still think yeah, it's tough because everybody is not going to get the burn on the field like they think they're going to get. Right. Which is why training camp reps are going to be so important. But yeah. at the same time, like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think yeah. the big thing between keeping a running back versus a wide receiver on the active roster versus the practice squad or whatnot is who are you more scared to lose? Like some someone that another team could come and try to claim off your practice squad. Mm -hmm. That might be the difference between – if we keep more wide receivers on the active squad versus running backs or whatnot is if you have one player in one of those groups that you're like, we cannot let another team get this guy kind of like they were with Shane Michelle yeah. last season. Yeah. That might be the difference is how they perform in training camp, but maybe they are on that cusp or they could come in and make a difference later in the season is that might be the difference is we don't want another team to come in and try to place a claim on this position, this right. player. That that could be well, it. Um, I don't know. I think, right? So we talk about possibly holding six receivers. Yeah. Four tight ends. I think if you're going to carry technically 11 receivers, you got to probably go four running backs. Like, because if your receivers aren't giving you what you need, you got some good tight ends who might be able to fill that yeah. gap for you in that area. And I would rather us be like, all right, these these three wide receivers are not having a good week. We're gonna go focus on our tight ends, and we can still be able to pull up some of those same, you know, yeah. designs, and they can just rotate out <clears throat> what versus not having enough running backs and having yeah. a game where we're like, oh my god. And we know, like our our schedule, there's not like a the first half is easy, the back half is easy. No, like every single game this year is very important because the AFC is stacked. Not the yeah. AFC. The AFC and we're going to get everyone's best game. Everybody's yep. best game. And a lot of teams in the AFC have stacked up this year. I mean, you see, I know we'll talk about like running backs on a whole nother episode and we'll talk about just like, we'll go. Yeah, that's a, that's a mess right now too. That's a hot mess. And then oh, we still have to talk about every single division before the season starts too. But when we really sit down and dive into each division, especially in the AFC and see yeah. like, what pieces they added like that AFC North is nuts you know what I mean so there's nuts. a lot of things to kind of take into consideration and I don't know if y'all know this I found this out last week do y'all know the Ravens currently have 14 receivers on their roster yeah I just heard that the other day that's crazy <laughs> Four, so like we're over here stressed out about our seven or eight that 14 um so yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I see everybody kind of going through and having that same like it's so yeah. weird for them to have so many receivers when they're primarily like a rushing team. Like that's just so weird yeah. to me to think but, about. But then I know we're not talking about the Ravens. But I mean, wasn't that Lamar's biggest thing? Give me some receivers to throw to. Yeah. You hate their coordinator. He's got 14. Obviously, you don't have very many good ones. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I'd say they have a few elite and then. Like not two and a half. Not sure, but I mean, 
think Zay Flowers, Bateman, OBJ, like that's a good top three right there. You can't be back that. Honestly, it's fantastic. Yeah, like it should be. It should be great. So anyway, so I think training camp's gonna be real good. Um, I think every single day we're gonna just be like begging for press conferences. We're gonna be yeah. like, what happened today? Please show me a clip of something great that happened. Show us something. <laughs> Please, everybody, stay healthy. Please. No injuries for anybody, any team this year. Did, no injuries did you, for anybody. Did you see that injury the linebacker in New York Giants had? Uh-uh. When? For, forgot his name. But one of their linebackers, apparently in a mini camp, had a season-ending knee injury. No, that is horrible. One of their star linebackers. That's horrible. See, so that goes, back to like, my, that goes back to my Christians ain't got to come because I don't want anything. <laughs> Not saying that, you know what I mean, but I'm just like, yeah. I, I, I enjoy training camp because I do want them to get out there. I do want them to get those reps. Yeah. I understand how tough the playbook is, especially with them being literally right. on a TV show all entire last year. I can only under I can only assume what Andy Reid has done this year completely differently based off of last year being on TV. So I mean, like I get like they need that, but at the same time, like I have a lot of faith in this team. I have yeah. a lot of trust in this team, and I know that we're going to lose games that we shouldn't. And I think we're going to be just every fine. year. Yeah. So anyway, that's all I got for y'all today. What else y'all got before we wrap it up? Do we want to talk about our list or should we kick that to next week? We're kicking that to next week. I texted y'all both 10 minutes ago. Oh, I can't. I can't look at my I was text paying attention to y'all. <laughs> I text y'all 10 minutes to go to let y'all know that we are off track. But it's I'm okay. on, I'm on just right during our podcast. Well, I had 18 missed text messages. I during don't our podcast. Listen, <laughs> listen, we can give a teaser. My number one quarterback is Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> oh my God, mine too. <laughs> Wait, I didn't even say who I'm most excited for for training camp. Oh, do you want to say it real quick? Yeah, I do. Um, I'm most <laughs> excited for Keandre Coburn. Can't wait to see what he does, what he brings. Drew Tranquil. I think he's going to be so much better on this team because, yeah. And um, Sky Moore season two. So those are the people that I'm most excited for for this training camp. See, um, and my teaser, my list. Oh God, I'm usually not on my phone this much on the podcast. It feels so bad. Um, <laughs> I got to go to my notes. My number ten. We're out of sorts. My number ten quarterback. I'm not gonna say my number one. My number ten is Geno Smith. So. Oh, interesting. Chrissy, who's your number ten? That who? You said that's your number ten? No, no, no. I said Chrissy. Who's yours? I don't like my list, but I'll say say it's either Kirk Cousins or Justin Fields. Okay, mine was Kirk Cousins for number 10. (laughs) Look at Jody. Her face is like, what the heck? And what? I mean, Uh, he's in my top 15. Which one? I get it. I get it. I get it. There's one quarterback I will tell you guys that I will never rank in my top 31. Because I think he's a bad person. So he oh. will never be in my top anything. Never. He's also never. in my top 15. Never say never. I will say never right now. Freak yeah. boy. Freak yeah. boy. Freak boy. Bye. I did not know she was down here. That scares um, me. Oh, my God. Hi, Emma. Um, no, I – so what – the thing is for me in making this list, and we can talk about it next week – Um. I think we will have a special guest next week, but we could probably just have our guest and then dive into that list, right? Well, we yeah, for sure. Divisions soon. We got to what? Get into divisions soon. We will. I mean, we have preseason and we have, st- I mean, we're going to have some fun. It's so. August, Lexi. Next. Did you say Lexi or Nexi? <laughs> what did you say? It's August, Lexi. I can't understand you. <laughs> 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 I know my birthday's next week. I'm gonna be 31. It's terrible. Oh, you're um, so old. I know. Hi. Y'all are so much younger than me. No. Oh <laughs> yeah, we wish. <laughs> we wish. No, but I want to say making this quarterback list is hard. And it is hard. Honestly, honestly, after Patrick Mahomes, it's hard. It's like, like Patrick Mahomes, 
My yeah. top two were easy. My top two were easy, but the rest of them were difficult. But yeah. you know, I can everybody else. Yeah, I do want to bring up. Yeah. There was an interesting debate on the internet this week, which was like, if you yeah, put, if you put Josh Allen on the Bengals roster right now and Joe Burrow on the Bills roster right now, who do you think would be better? What do you guys think? Joe Burrow. With Joe either, Burrow on like, the Bills. Yeah, I think he's a better quarterback than Josh Allen, and I will get into I that next week when I talk about my list. But Joe yeah. Burrow is all Joe around. Joe Burrow is a better quarterback. quarterback than Josh Allen. Josh Allen was terrible before Stefan Diggs got there. He 100%. was not that great in college either. So I need Josh Allen really on the Bengals the roster. Over. He turns over the ball way too much. It wouldn't matter. He has Stefan Diggs right now. I don't care if he's got Stefan Diggs or if he's got Jamar Chase. Don't. He he is too inconsistent, yeah. and I just I don't think he's as good of a quarterback as people think. He is. And we don't know Sorry, Bill fans. that UCL injury. Is he fully healthy from that UCL injury? Like, see, I think this is where I differ, and I actually think if you put, I'm going to be controversial here. I think if you put Joe Burrow on the Bills right now, and you put Josh Allen on the Bengals right now, I think Josh Allen. No. Would I think he would. The thing is, though, I don't know. Burrow and Burrow <laughs> and Jamar Chase have that college chemistry. Like it has taken them straight from college at LSU yeah, to the NF- NFL. And you can, and you cannot, <laughs> you can't have chemistry like that and just send it. I mean, look, like Josh Allen, he's having issues with Stephon Diggs. So one of the oh, best wide receivers. Like you know what else I'm going to challenge y'all to do? <laughs> what? Oh, she's coughing. Everyone's busy. Anyway, I think that... My kids are fighting. Sorry. Um, what else I challenge you to do is sit down and try to write a top 10 wide receiver list. Equally, Oh, my gosh. Top. It's hard. Equally, you know, there's a lot you know, of great people. And then you also consider quarterback in that. And would this person be good yeah. with another quarterback? Would they be good with their quarterback? Like, And so I think that's what you have to take into account with every single player this season is it's not just like... Aside from Patrick Mahomes, it's not clear cut. So it's not just like, oh, this quarterback's going to be – it depends on what team they are on and it depends what wide receiver, what team they're on. And that's a huge thing because, like, Devontae Adams, I'd probably have him as number two, but because he's going to be on the Raiders next season – And who's their quarterback? Who is their quarterback? I have no idea. Um, and who's their running back? Like, right? How many who's their, who's their everything? Who's who is their thing? So, it's stuff like that that you really have to consider, and it doesn't take away from the player themselves, but like their situation they're in is so definitive of their outcome. Um, so I, it makes a huge hit on his contract. Like, if he I know, him, like, he's and a I. For life. <laughs> I think what's interesting is we're all kind of, you know, we're getting close to like fantasy football starting and there's not like a clear cut, like, I mean, kind of Justin Jefferson, (laughs) Travis Kelsey are kind of like the clear cuts, like number one, number two, number three picks, Jamar Chase. But like, other than that, there's not like clear cut, like number one picks in fantasy. Like last year, it was like supposed to be Jonathan Taylor. So many people took him first, and then he was out like week like five. Yeah, it was just Nathan awful for me. Got yeah, oh, we people. all we all took him on one team. I mean, it was just terrible. Yeah. It so, was so no. So next week we should have a really good discussion on yeah quarterbacks. That'll probably be the whole entire show. Honestly, we we, we can make that a whole show. Yeah, we may we yeah. may have a guest next week, but we can kind of keep that uh, and then well, do we our quarterback maybe, chat. We'll get to the following week. We can do both, but yeah. <laughs> We can do whatever we we'll want. We'll see how it goes. All the things. <laughs> all the things. Well, guys, I hope you've enjoyed our podcast this week. Woohoo! I'm going to put that back down because it's making Lexi look like uh, something's going on with her face. There she is. <laughs> <laughs> but we hope you enjoyed this show this week. We're getting so excited because training camp has started, so we're really getting actual football talk. You know, it's, it's just fun. Today has been one of my favorite podcasts we've had in a while. So... Um, as you can see at the bottom, make sure you subscribe, like, and follow on all platforms, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Apple, and Spotify. Um, and we look forward to discussing all the quarterback stuff next week and potentially having our special guest on, which we will keep a secret because we like to be, you know, secretive. 
secretive and mischievous because <laughs> that's why you love us, right? So anyway, until next time, your queens have spoken. Bye. Bye.